the topic we are going to trash this morning is resist the devil. Right? Resist the devil. That is taken from the book of James 4. 4, 7. But I'm going to take my scripture from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 to 11. I try to subtitle this topic, Be Sober, Be Vigilant. And then Ephesians 6, verse 10 to 20. But before we go ahead, we've got to know some things, find out some things so that we can be guided in this exercise of resistance. Resistance portends a, 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 an exercise of that engages two people in a battle. And for you to be able to overcome, you must have a greater strength, right? It's the strength, the one with the greater strength that can overcome the other. So in, a, in an engagement of resistance, like we do in Mano War, in your NYC days, that you pull um, ropes. Two people or more can pull ropes from each end. So whoever has the greater strength will pull the other team and fall down. Am I right? I hope I've not forgotten my NYC days. Aha. So this is the battle we are called upon to fight with the devil. And the devil itself is not a mean enemy. The only reason, the only excuse, the only strength that you can get is from Christ Jesus. And he's the only one that can enable us to overcome him. Because it is only those who overcome that will get to heaven. So you see that this exercise is not going to be a mean one. You need Jesus on your side all the time. There is not a friend like the lonely Jesus. And the only way you can have him on your side is to work with him all the time and be in him all the time. No shunting, no changing lanes. Amen? Amen. No changing lanes. Stay with Christ. Amen? Amen. But before we go ahead on that scripture, we want to know who we are fighting. In the rules of strategic warfare, you must have a working knowledge of your enemy, right? If you don't know what your enemy's strengths and weaknesses are, you are not likely to overcome him. And that's the reason the world embarks on espionage. When they want to fight a battle, they send some spies, like Joshua sent Caleb, Moses sent Caleb to spy the land. We have to know who we are fighting. Who is this devil? The Bible said he is Lucifer. He's also called Satan. His name changed from Lucifer to Satan when he rebelled against God in heaven. He wanted to be like God. He wanted to sit above the throne of heavens. He wants to rule over everybody. He wants the angels to be submissive to him. Meanwhile, his primary function in heaven is to lead worship. He was created in the most beautiful glory, beautiful, most expensive stones, onyx, upper, gold, diamond, very beauty to behold, as the book of the Bible tells us. 
But this got into his head, like some beautiful women or handsome men these days will look at them, themselves in the mirror and say, wow, whoever will find me, somebody's son must find me, right? Aha. Somebody's son must find me today. Who is that son? The son of God. The son of God. The single herself declared recently, I read online yesterday, she said, the so, the somebody's son she's referring to is the son of God, oh, Jesus Christ. So, guess, stop. <laughs> stop deluding yourself. Yes. Somebody's son must find me. The son of God must find you. So, if you are handsome, your handsome, your beauty is not of yourself. You did not create yourself. So, let Jesus find you so that you can resist the devil. Who is this devil? It's Lucifer in heaven when he was, when he was sent out of heaven because of his pride and his rebellion. He pulled one third of the angels, the stars of heaven, with him. The book of Revelation says so. I'm not the one that wrote it, so don't say mommy's cooking stories. It's in the book of Revelation that one third of the, of the stars of heaven fell with him. So he, had, he, he was the first coup plotter. He plotted coup and he failed. And the, 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 the reward for coup failure is disgrace and death. The final death of Satan is going to be at the second coming of Jesus. Yes, when he will not have any power over any soul anymore. But as it is now, we need Jesus more than we need anything. Because his spirit is active all over the world. Active. He's the author of many dislocations in the physical and the spirit realm. He's the author of dislocation in families. He's the author of tsunami, uh, name it, all the natural disasters that happens in the world. He actually has his territories. He doesn't have an address, but his territory is more, his operation is more concentrated in certain areas of the world than in other. We enjoy me measurable peace in Africa because God has been so good to us. He has blessed us with good terrain. We, the devil, cannot really penetrate like he does in, in Asia and some other continents. You can, you can hear stories of wars and conflicts everywhere. And we thank God that in Africa, we've enjoyed a measure of peace. Abyss, there have been famine and all that, but Satan is the author of all this. He has his angels, his demons that are assigned to afflict the souls of men, to heckle you and me, to make a mockery of your faith and make you discouraged sometimes when things are not going your way. That is his assignment, nothing else. And we are going to look at what is his location? Where is his location? Do you know his address? Does anyone know? So that we can avoid it. We will not visit him. I will not allow him inside our household. The only way he will not buy, abide with you is to praise and worship God all the time. Amen? Amen. We think that him abide with me. When nice, please remind me. That song is to continually remind us that we need God more than God needs us. So when people make mockery of church and they make mockery of pastor, and they think they are doing pastor a, a favor by coming to church. 
You are only doing yourself a disfavor. The pastor doesn't need anyone. He just wants you out of the devil's way. Because the devil is everywhere. He has no location. He has no address. Let's look at the book of Job. Please quickly someone look at Job. Job 1. I want us to be on the same page this morning concerning the this, this spirit called Satan. Devil. Job verse 1. Verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered, answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Is that a fixed address? Yes, no fixed address, no fixed location. Let's go to chapter 2, two. chapter 2, verse 2. Again, chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. Can you imagine? The sons of God gathered together. He too, he gathered. Just as he will come to church and sit down and join the choir, he can even be at the head of the worship team in the church. If, he, if, if Satan were as they portray him in, in the cartoon, with uh, two horns, tail, pitchfork, red and fairy, who would have been able to resist him and locate him? You, you see, you can locate him in a crowd. Then you run away. But it's not. Satan is a seductive being. Very beautiful. He could be when he wants to be beautiful. He's a spirit. He can enter anyone. He can oppress anyhow. Because he has been in heaven with the angels, he knows how the angels of light operate. And he can mimic them. And he can even be your helper sometimes. That you begin to worship him and say, ha, ah, you don't know it's your destiny detainer. I've experienced it. Someone was so good to me that when I discovered the truth, she was a friend. In fact, I could give my right hand for her. But when the Lord opened my heart and I saw that, okay, ah, so, the reason you are being nice and being super, you know, super friend to me is just to ensure that I do not reach my destiny. Uh-huh. So, you got to be able to test all spirits like the book of John said. First John chapter 4. You have to be able to have discerning spirit to know the motive of men towards you. Yeah, because Satan can walk through anyone. You say you don't want to come to church. You have a friend who is doing something somewhere. And that friend is so important to you. What else could be important to you more than Jesus himself? Please, let's look at Job. Job chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence cometh thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. If there's anyone who does not like to sit somewhere and study the Bible, there's a spirit of Satan driving him up and down, not to have a location, not to have an address. The primary ministry of Satan is mischief. Amen? Mischief. 
the reason he was appearing before God at this time was because he was concocting mischief against Job. And it was not, not a mean mischief. But we won't go to that. I will commend you to go and read chapter 2 and see what he said. Even chapter 1, when God says, he had my servant Job, he did and that, so faithful among men. He said, is it not because you, break, you put an edge around him? Let me test his soul, whether I will not curse you. The Satan is an accuser of the brethren. Hey, the adversary of your soul. He's not, he's nothing to be feared. If you are in Christ, you know your authority and you use it. But the problem with the children of men, children of God is that we soon forget, we soon relax, we soon sleep in the spirit. Once we have a little victory, a little promotion, a little recommendation in the office, oh, church can take a back seat. Pastor, don't disturb me. <laughs> I won't see you for the next, I want to enjoy my new life. Your new life can only be in Christ. Do we know? You can only enjoy in Christ. Don't hang out with friends out there. Hang out in the church. That is your only hanging. It's your only hanging place. So Satan is the adversary of our soul. He is the great red devil, the great dragon. It's not a superstition. As children of your generation will say, hey, you believe too much in superstition, there's nothing. It's psychology. It's not psychology. It's because you are feeling so down and so depressed and nothing is working for you that you are blaming Satan. Satan is harassing your life because the, 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 most, the most important thing to God is your prosperity, as we have said, your good health. So if it's exciting against you in any way, you have to take authority. Amen. So the devil has no location and address. He occupies the soul of men. He influences the decision of people. Most times, many people take decisions. They think, uh, the Lord has spoken to me. Oh, God, go and check again whether it is God. Because if this thing be of God, we will know. The time will tell whether your decision is of God. When you say the Lord spoke to me, the Lord spoke to me, who is that God? Test that spirit. Take your matter to the Bible. If God tell you anything, if, if the, any spirit tell you anything and you think it's the spirit of God, take it to the Bible. Find out. That is why you have the word of God. Satan also knows the word of God. And that is why he told Jesus, worship me. After all, it has been said that everything, I will give you everything. And Satan, Jesus said, get the, behind me, Satan. So if he can test and try and Heckle the Son of God, our Savior, you are no meat for him. You are just, you are just one of the crowd. If you don't take your authority up, up, upon him, to resist him. And resistance, I want to tell you this morning, is intentional and deliberate. Do you know? You can decide not to do huh? I'm tired of resisting, Jare. Let me enjoy the devil for a, a little bit more. And people thereby get swallowed up by him. Yoruba said, uh, who will dine with the devil, he must have a long spoon. Don't dine with the devil at all. Don't dine with him. Don't play with him at all. In fact, if he by chance deceive you and you are playing with him, the moment you discover, take flight. Delete the, the contact. Delete the contact and disable every communication link. Why? Because the devil does not blink. He doesn't. He doesn't sleep either because it's a spirit. And we have seen that he's always going to and fro. 
He was looking for who to devour. Satan's ministry is that of destruction. Major ministry is mischief and is the father of lies. We saw the encounter in the book of Genesis. Genesis 3, that great encounter, that was the first mischief, mystery, ministry of the devil to mankind. Anytime I read it, I, read it, I wonder, how come? Uh-huh. Why can't they resist this person now? Why did they just fall for his deception? When he said, as the Lord, yeah, as the Lord really told you, a mischief maker will always start with a question. Are you sure? Huh. When someone comes to you and says, ah, this thing you have been holding, this is your Jesus self. Are you sure? Let's look at the Bible again. Don't look at the Bible with him. Is it that you believe what I tell you or you don't? Go and read your Bible. I'm not go- don't waste my time. That is the way of the agnostics and apostles. The apostles know the Bible and they want to water it down. So they want to engage you. Some brands of Christianity, what, what do they call them? Progressive, regressive, digressive, all sorts of sieve. And we have discovered that anything they call progressive, the devil hide under that title, under that name, to foment mischief against mankind. So please, when you want to belong to a progressive camp, be sure it's that of the Christians or believer. Do not just join something because they say it's pro The ministry of the devil is mischief, destruction, and is still in that business, as we have read in the book of Job. And so we are going back to our main scripture. Let someone read for us 1 Peter 5, 8, so we can know what we are up against. Mm-hmm. Yes. So his ministry is not limited to you. The world, people in the world, they are his meat. But you have the authority to work and to resist against him because you have Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Remember we started by saying there is not a friend like the lonely Jesus. He knows all our afflictions. He knows all our troubles. He understands because he has been on this earth. How he knows how the devil will want to torment his own, his own children, the believers. That is why he said, when the 70 disciples came back and said, even the devils are subject unto us, Jesus said, I beheld Satan falling as lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to do what? To tread upon serpents, scorpions, and all the powers of the enemies, and nothing. Is there something? Nothing shall by any means harm you. So the operative word there is take up your authority. Take up your authority. The devil has no color. Like some churches will say, don't wear black, don't wear white, don't wear red. The devil does not operate in colors. It operates through human beings. And he can do and undo the destiny of anybody who is not taking authority. When the deliverance session goes on, some devils will say they will not leave. They will say because their father has covenanted 
that person, their father gave their forefathers made the covenant that my my uh, their their descendants will worship Satan. And this one now wants to go away with Jesus. No, we have not allowed that the person to go. And when it comes, when push comes to shove, the only authority that Jesus that the Satan recognized, the devil recognized, is the name of Jesus. When you ask the devil to go in the name of Jesus, he has no choice. No matter how long he stay, he, he recedes. The name of Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. If there's anyone under the voice of the sound of my voice this morning who is afflicted, who is sick, who is discouraged, who is who wants to end it all, turn to Jesus. Turn to the Bible. Seek comfort in him. Because in his presence there is joy forevermore. The authority that Christ Jesus has given us when he beheld Satan falling as lightning from heaven cannot, is not questionable, is not transferable, is not shareable. It can only be used by you and you alone. And that authority, usage of that authority is also intentional. You can decide not to use it. Like some children of God that are sick and uh, they refuse to take the authority in the name of Jesus, and all they do is complain, complain, complain. Ah, my head, my hope, my head, my toe. Take your body to Christ. Lay your body at the feet of Jesus. He is a healer, Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that healeth me. Are you in want? The Bible says, the book of Joel says, Ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And shall praise the name of the Lord your God, who are dead wondrously with you. And you shall never be ashamed again. That is the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse, I think, 24 to 26. When you are in need, you can use it. That is your authority. Your authority is derived in the name, in the word of God, and the name of Jesus. Do not be a sleeping Christian. Because we have seen that your adversary, our adversary, is Satan, devil, running lion. He walketh about looking for who to devour. In the book of Job, we, we have seen, we've examined it this morning. God, he, was, he appeared before God himself. Because why? He's a legalist. He appeared there in case God wants to release blessings to anybody among the sons of God that appear. So that I can say, no, this one, our forefathers, his forefathers has covenanted him with me. You cannot go. You can't bless him. And God respects covenant. Amen? He respects covenant. And that is why he sent his only begotten son to make covenant of a new life with mankind, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Satan is a legalist. God forgives, Satan does not. If anyone needs anything, and it's God, it seems that God is tiring, and you think you can get it at the other altar, and you go there, I'm happy to announce to you today that you are not likely to come back alive. It's not a cause. Because Satan does not take a tenth of your income. He takes all and he takes the life of people who consult him. Amen? Amen. Stay with the Lord. Receive the devil. 
When you stay in Christ, the word of God will work for you. The reason that most people cannot make the word of God operate in their life is because they have other gods. Other gods that are devil they don't know, what represent God in our lives, idolatry, things we love we cannot do away with, sins of the flesh. The book of Galatians talks about the works of the flesh, which is seduction, deception, trickery, subtlety, half-truth, cunningness. These are all works of the flesh, and they are also works of the devil. So if we oppress, if we allow this, this weakness to thrive in our life, God is a holy God. He's righteous. You can't come or get anything from him except ye are holy and perfect. But there is a place of repentance for man. As, we are, as much as we are still in this flesh, things may come up in our soul that may not be perfectly holy. What do we do? We repent. I can't hear amen. Just as the pastor emphasized the importance of repentance last week. What will not make man to repent is the sin of arrogance. Because the devil does not walk in one. If you are going to this, the weaknesses of man, the devils that torment man, it will be this and this. Lies and deception. Pride and arrogance. This and that. The devil walks in twins. So that if one does not catch you, the other will do. That is, the angels of the devils, they are everywhere. And they are even in church, as we have seen in the book of Job. The apostates and the agnostics, they are back in business. So you know, the ones that will want to water down the truth of the Bible. They have been oppressing over the ages. They are back again to water down the fervency of our spiritual life by their lies and half-truths. Do not pay tight. Did God really say? Why is God not forgiving? Why is it that God did this and God did that? They would like to question the Bible and engage you in intellectual debate. But the Bible is not an intellectual exercise. It's a spiritual exercise, and the truth of the Bible is only made known to those who want to find out the truth. The same Bible says, you shall know the truth, and the truth that you know. It's the truth you know. If you know, don't, don't know that truth, there's no way you... Yeah, the truth is here, right? If you have not stumbled upon it, upon this Bible, upon a verse in it, there's no way you can be free. So you need to take time to read your Bible always. So that what? We can be free from error. Please let's turn to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians 6. Someone read quickly. Six, ten to twenty. Twenty. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. The apostle, apostle Paul wrote that letter to the Ephesians to encourage them that the devil, the adversary of your soul, is not sleeping. So he gave them those key directives, those commands. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. You cannot be strong without regular church attendance, regular interaction with the word of God, regular intercession for the saints, regular evangelism. Wherever a child of God is, that is a church. A miracle must happen there. We are not coming to church just to, just to look at the pastor's face. We are coming to church to gather strength. Amen? To gain strength and to transmit that strength to the dark world, to the people in, the da in darkness, that seated in darkness. Amen? To be a strength unto them, to be a light in the midst of darkness, to witness the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, to say to them that are, in, that are discouraged, be strong in the Lord. Amen? Your mouth should not be closed in the midst of the people in your office. Teach them the way of the Lord. Stand. Do not sleep. Do not sit down. Do not lie down. Do not keep quiet. Speak up. That utterance may be given unto you to declare the gospel. Your prayer, you are praying. You come to church. You do all spiritual exercises. But if it's not transmitted to the people of your generation, you are only doing it for yourself and there's no reward. Because God did not call you alone. He didn't call you to live this Christian life alone. Amen? He called you to be a light to your generation, to impart them, to say to them that I'm missing the way. This is the way. Mary Marquis said in her song, when I see a brother going by the way, just stop and say, you're going the wrong way. Do you know that song? Oh, my dear, thank you very much. You always assist me when it comes to You encourage me a lot. When you see a brother going by the way, going the wrong way, stop and say you're going the wrong way. This is the way. Jesus is the way, the light and the truth. Do not expect them to join you if you don't tell them what you are experiencing in Jesus. It is by that that you get spiritual strength yourself and courage. It is by that you get spiritual promotion. Amen. You don't just come up, up to the altar and start speaking. God does not back up your word. If you have not done some things for him, it's not by accident you are, that you are a believer. You are born again so that you can burn some people again. Amen. It doesn't matter what name anyone call you in your family, among your friends. You wait. If you stand, they will come and join you where you are. And they will give glory to God that you are able to stand. That will be your testimony. Amen. But if you, because of affliction of just a season, you decamp or you cross to the other party and you say, 
Jesus is tiring in coming. Maybe they say Jesus has power. I've tried, tried, I've cried, cried. I pray, pray, pray. It is not, I've not seen any difference. Then the people mocking you are just waiting for that. They are just waiting for you to be discouraged. She will soon retire. She will come back. I had many in my time. And by the grace of God, by the time I stood and they met me where God has planted me, they said, only God can do this. Only God can work for those who resist evil. Amen. You are not an accident in that your family, no matter how bad it is. It's not an accident or bad. There's a purpose. Let that purpose be seen. Use that purpose. Tell them of the faithfulness of the God of your salvation. The God who can only help you to resist Satan. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And having resisting, stand. Resisting the devil is a continual exercise. It's a lifetime experience. Amen? It is a lifetime, just a salvation. Because if you must overcome, you have to resist him. The Revelation 12, we will not go through that for the letters to the churches. Is it Revelation 12? Revelation, sorry, Revelation 2. Many letters were written through the Apostle John by Jesus Christ to the church in Sardis, the church in Tatra, the church in Pergamon, the church in Philadelphia. And the one that struck me most was the one he wrote to the church in Pergamon. They soon forget the, their first love and they began to embrace idolatry. Why? Because they were not fervent. A little, a, a little explanation, a little distortion of truth by some Nicolaitans that planted their sense in their midst. Before they know it, they gave way. Their strength gave way. And they began to worship Satan. They, they became idolaters. Why? Because when they should have spoken up and received the devil, they did not. We have a duty of care to ourselves, to our family, to our generation, to be able to stand as the book of Ephesians has said. Because even those who are in the dark world, they are still looking at you. And one day this person will be my will be my rescuer. Will rescue me. Why do you think that when words when 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 going becomes tough, unbelievers come to you? Why do you think? If you have not experienced anyone coming to you to, for cancer, then you need to up your game of salvation. Amen. Up your game of salvation. You have not been known as a Christian. I know it's not fashionable. They can cancel you, but let them know. If they cancel you, Jesus cannot cancel you. The world can cancel you anytime. You cannot be a friend of the world and bring a friend of God. All the words, all the grace that you are receiving from this altar, let it work for you. Let it work for people. It's not for you alone. In my days of lowly beginning, I have a cousin who each time I'm witnessing to him, he will trust him to beat me up. And the last time, he actually boxed me. And I felt, no, I have to be saved so that I can witness to another person. I started avoiding him. And so, one night, his wife fell sick. This person I'm saying, he's long dead a time ago. Because all he knows is idolatry, consultation, rabalawo, just to gain a little advantage in the office. 
Yeah. Guys still do it. They still consult jazz because they want advantage. They want their performance bonus and all that. They don't know that when the devil give you performance bonus, he'll give you more than, he will take more than performance bonus from you when it's payback time. And then when payback time comes, you begin to say, I don't know who I offend. I don't know why Jesus is not working for me. Jesus cannot work for you because you have one leg in and one leg out there. Jesus does not work for time, part-time Christian. So this cousin of mine is where I first sick that night. <laughs> and he came to knock the window of my room and say, your wife is sick. Please come out. Come and pray for her. Uh -huh. So she became my wife now. <laughs> When I will be witnessing to him, the wife will be laughing. And I say, you need Jesus. But uh, you need to decamp from all these things you are doing. Yes, you want advantage of this. You bought a small bus to be doing transport in Lagos. And you bought a small land somewhere. So I left my room. I went to pray for the wife. And of course, it's not me. It's the transfer anointing that came from the servant of God to me. And the wife began to manifest. And the little deliverance experience I had, I began to spray in the name of Jesus. And the name of Jesus, every name was bow. And that demon came out forcefully, covered me like fire from head to toe. And the woman screamed and fell down. The following day, she had been meaning to travel. She couldn't travel. The following day, without even saying, Sister, good morning, thank you, she traveled. And I was locked up in my room loosing and binding the Satan that came from her to me. Because the high fever that was in her came upon me. Probably I don't even have the, the strength of anointing to deal with that situation. But God honored this world. And throughout that day, I had to be loosing and binding and praying so that the, the, the high fever would go. And when it would leave me also, it screamed out like fire. That is a test of the grace of God in you. If anyone is sick among you, hold each other and pray for each other. Amen. Amen. Don't wait until pastor do everything. Pastor to God is grace somewhere. And you can develop that grace by challenging situations. Amen. By applying your faith. Because one day very soon, someone will be given a church to go and pastor. Amen. Are we going to be running to daddy, to pastor? No, you will solve your problem yourself because your congregation will look unto you first before they look unto Jesus. Finally, let's look at how some of the ways we can resist Satan so that he will stop deceiving, harassing, and robbing Christians of the blessings of God. We talked about his weapon. The weapon of his warfare is against Christian and his seduction, deception, trickery, subtlety, half-truths, and cunningness. So we can resist Satan by the blood of the Lamb. Revelation 12, 11. They overcame, the they, they, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the testimony of their mouth. That testimony is gospel sharing. Amen. Sharing the gospel, telling the perishing world about a God and a friend who will never disappoint or fail. Test our spirits. First John 4, chapter 4, verse 1 and 2.
cast all spirits. The devil himself can operate as angels of light. Because he has been devilish. He knows how angels behave. So he mimics them. And when someone comes to you and says, can you tell him? This thing you are telling me is not in the Bible. Amen? Amen. We saw an action here the other time. That lady that came and was trying to prophesy. Did you say, does hear the Lord? She, because the Lord did not send her. That's how you know, know it's lying spirit. And the Bible says, the book of Isaiah says, to the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this, to this word, this word, eh, it is because there's no spirit in them. Anyone who gives a prophecy that does not conform to the Bible, a prophecy that is, that is aimed to make you fear and pass with your money, and say, unless you buy this goat and you buy that cow, and sacrifice to your forefathers, the way we not open. That person is operating by the spirit of the devil. Run away from him. Don't even stay near him. Amen? That is not the spirit of God. The world has developed it in years. They want to prophesy now. It's the fake prophets that are selling. And they distribute their cars. They even advertise online. If you go and enter Satan's, uh, Satan's snare by consulting any one of them, they will attach, like Daddy always tells us, they will attach a spirit that will go with you. That spirit is the devil to monitor you and report you whenever, anytime you collect salary or you get a raise from the office. You think they don't communicate? Maybe we have seen the ministry of Satan in the book of Job. Eh? Be guided. Amen. Then let's live a, a, a holy and righteous living. That will not give the devil a legal ground. One can say that though Job was righteous, but his household was not. They were always passing when he was busy worshiping God. So how come his children were not as holy as he was? How come he did not train his children to worship God? And when the Satan will attack, it was the children that was the first victim. Amen. God said, I know Abraham, and I know that he will train his children and his household in the way of the Lord. If you are a man here or you are a woman, be determined to train your children in the way of the Lord. Amen. Take your children to church. Let them know that there is no other way outside of Christ. And they will grow up with that mentality. Amen. Holy and righteous living, sanctification. Seek the truth of God's word always. We've said it. Always seek the truth of God's word. You shall know the truth. And the truth that you know will set you free. If a prophet comes to you and says, Thus hear the Lord, before he comes to you, God would have spoken to you. So what the prophet is saying will be a confirmation of what you know already. Amen. Am I speaking to someone this morning? It's a confirmation of what you will know already. God is not an author of confusion. The Holy Spirit is for you and me. Amen. Amen. You confess your sins anytime you fall short of the glory of God. Confess your sins. Don't be too arrogant about it. Hey, what did I do? Uh -uh. Is that a sin? Huh. The, your conscience will tell you. The Holy Spirit will tell you if it's a sin. But do not harden your heart. Do not harden your heart against the Holy Spirit. Confess your sins and repent. Pastor always tell us here, repentance is not going back to the same thing. Repentance is a 360-degree 
Amen. Please see, see, I will not come back to you. You have to move away. Watch and pray without ceasing. For your enemy, the adversary of your soul, does not he does not relent. He does not blink. Amen. Abide in the house of God. Do not do window shopping with Christ. You go there, you go there, spiritual fornication. Yeah, yesterday, uh, redeem come. Tomorrow, MFM. You are, can you come? Stay in one place so that you can have address and location. So that when the blessing is coming, you the, the, the angel will know where to find you. Perhaps when we are crossing the road from Redeem to MFM, the angel was already in MFM. He didn't see you. And he went to Redeem Camp. You are not there. They say, ha, he just left there. Oh, he's crossing the road. The angel will be tired and take the blessing back. Ah, stay in one place. Why you are staying in one place? Read the word of God. Abide in the house of God. Do not compromise. Do not compromise your Christian belief for economic gain. And when you see evil, speak up. Don't look the other way when somebody is doing wrong. Call a spade a spade. What thing you lose your friend, your so-called friend? It doesn't matter. If you don't greet me tomorrow, I've said my mind and I have peace. Amen.